It's the bachelor lifestyle. My name is Brian Beckner. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for sharing with your friends. Just because we're guys, and look, I'm not the best representation here because I'm pretty cynical about The Bachelor, and but that's okay. You can rem- you can recommend our podcast to your girlfriends. Go go on the wherever you're listening to this show right now. Give it a five star review, and just then then just write a little words, a few little words. This is the best podcast I've ever heard in my life. Brian Beckner sounds really sexy. Something like that. I don't know. It's just a guess. And then share it with your friends that, that watch The Bachelor because we want to we wanna find as many people, as many ears as we can. I am, of course, Brian Beckner, and I am joined now, as always, by the heartbeat of The Bachelor lifestyle, Mr. Jason Stewart. Jason, what's up, buddy? Hello, everybody. Hello there. Jason. Yes. Can I ask you a question? Yep. How often do you masturbate? (laughs) I know. (laughs) I love that. Also, what is your safe word? (laughs) You're going to tell tens of millions of people and the woman that you're attempting to court. Yeah. How often you masturbate right away. Also, they they asked little Johnny. I didn't know. Well, I got to be honest. Up until last week, I didn't know who this. I'd never heard of Johnny. Now now I'm aware who he is. I didn't realize he was 5'3 till this week. Yeah, he's not tall. No. He's a little guy. And they asked him his number. Big, big no-no in my world. Never. Don't share your number with anyone. Don't ask that. Don't tell. It's a private thing, and it, I thought it was rude. What happened this week on The Bachelorette, Jason? Um, you know what? Well, first, I got to take care of a, a couple uh, notes oh, of business here. Hold um, on. Let me guess. Let me guess. Something to do with um, John Ramos from Fox Sports Radio. Uh, no. Oh. No. This. This. I mean, a, a shout out to John. Uh, he, he listens all the time. He loves it. Gives great feedback. He particularly likes you. Like, uh, you know, I think he deals with me every day, so he kind of knows my thing. But he, he he likes you since this has been his first exposure. So um, shout out to John. But no, you know, they you know how they call us the uh, the great white shark in a sea of bachelor podcasts. Who calls us that, by the way? People. Right. And, and do, uh, why do they say that about us, about the show? Because the show has teeth. Has teeth. Okay. Uh, fair enough. And, um, you know, I... When people hear that, they tune in. Yeah. Um, and I'm proud to say that, Wait. you know, I, I've gotten some really good feedback about the show the past couple of weeks um, saying stuff like, hey, you guys tell it like it is. All these other podcasts <laughs> are so soft Stop and positive <laughs> and flowery about the show. Stop. And, and you guys really give it to them good. So. Who said that? Who who tells you that? People? A lot, yeah, a lot of people. Okay. A lot of a lot of DMs. A lot of DMs, DMs. right? Not yeah. publicly. Yeah. So you could you couldn't? Uh, pro- I couldn't provide any receipts. This is kind of like when people say people like radio guys will say they're inundated with messages, but not realizing that you can look at yeah. who's writing to them on Twitter, and you can see they are not, in fact, inundated with messages. I often say it. Like radio guys are the worst about it. It's like, yeah. hey, you know what? A lot of people keep asking me, so let me just uh, put it out there. Yeah. You could find you could find that podcast at uh, this and this place. Like, just to throw it out there. There used to be, and I, I don't know if the vid got him. I hope he's still with us. I mostly hope that his toupee is still with us. There used to be this radio host legend in San Diego. His name was Lee Hacksaw Hamilton. 
and and every night he well first he'd he'd start you off with the most um exciting 15 minutes in radio which was just re- him reading the headlines from USA today and then he would then he would go he would say he had 10 phone lines but everyone knew he didn't there weren't actually 10 phone lines and then he would just say the names of people that were on hold but it would just be he would just make up the names he'd be like Todd, Aaron, Steve, Jeff, <laughs> Greg, I'll get to Jose. I'll get to you in a minute. And then when he took the calls, those names would never come up. It would just be different people because it was the actual people that called in. Anyway, that's that's a digression. I, lo- I love how uh, another tactic of hacksaws, and I've heard other people do it too. No, no names mention JT the Brick, but yeah, what they'll be like. There's one phone line. It's not lit right yeah, now. Yeah. Where Where are you, Encinitas? Yeah. You have You yeah. have to have an opinion about Stan yes. Humphreys. Yes. Lucadia. Yeah. One line. Poway. Usually, one line means uh, not one one line is lit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. If you If you had a call, you would take it right yeah. now. Not talk about how there's one line with no one on it. So, um. Where are we at here? We we start no, the episode. No, who cares? We're on our third, mm-hmm. third or fourth city since they got on the cruise. Oh, they're in Amsterdam. Have you ever been? Never been. Oh, it's a great town. Now, Jason, if you went to Amsterdam, you know it's legal. Well, now weed's legal here, and everyone knows mm. you've never taken a puff of a joint. You've Correct. never had a toke off a pipe. You'd ne- you've never had a bong hit. Correct. Now, now if you were in Amsterdam, there's a little phrase. When in Rome, are you familiar? Familiar? Yeah. Well, it's the same with Amsterdam. When in Amsterdam, you're going to do a little weed, maybe some ecstasy, shot of heroin? Uh, No. Oh, okay. But but what I would do is I would go look at tulips and (laughs) ride a bicycle (laughs) and see see windmill, whatever you call those things, windmills. There's there's two things that this city's famous for. Well, there's the Van Gogh. There's Van Gogh. There's Vincent Van Gogh. There's Heineken, but those are like lesser. The two, the two main things the city's famous for is it's it's legal weed and legal prostitution. Neither of which were touched upon in this episode, unfortunately. Well, I mean, the group activity with with Gabby had a what do you call it? Yeah. Um, I don't know BDSM. Yeah, yeah, whatever you call these yeah. people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, but this is yes, dominatrix, yeah. sex yeah, this educator. Was, this was the um, the episode where Gabby does a lot of crying, and then uh, Rachel, who usually yeah. does a lot of crying, mm-hmm. Rachel's just she's on cloud nine. She's Everybody loves her. Yeah, I mean, Ra- you know the uh, you know the phrase uh, "good round, good guy" in golf. No, I've actually never heard that. I play golf all the time. What's that even mean? I think you it's made like, that up. No, I. There, it could be applied to uh, in poker. Uh, big stack, good guy. Like it's the I, guy that's, that's again. Re- that's you made that really, up also. This guy is. It's really fun to be around and a, a, a personable dude when they're winning, when they're doing oh, something right. Good. Yep. But then just a a giant asshole when they're not. Oh, like, Tino. So, yeah, so you know, Rachel is good round, good, good lady. Because yeah. when everybody loves her and is giving her fo- positive feedback and kissing her ass, she's great. She's great to be around. No drama. But one guy dissents. Yeah, and it's over. You mean but, when a, uh, when a guy she doesn't like nicely tells her that he's also not interested in her? Yeah. Uh, okay, got it. Yeah. Um, so this is the episode where Gabby does a lot of crying. Yeah. Um, now important to know hometowns or as Juan Pablo used to say, mm-hmm. hometowns. Juan Pablo Galavis is next week. Hometown yeah. is next week. And so this is very important. I, uh, I actually know that cause I wrote down a quote. I believe Gabby said this hometowns are going to be so crazy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hometowns are crazy, um, and they're officially out of the COVID protocol. So I think they're actually going to go to the hometowns of these 
dudes. Yeah. Um, but Fly they, you know, way. the episode before the hometowns is always um, the same message at every turn. Like this moment in time, this date, this time I have with this with this woman is so important because hometowns are next week. Yeah. I'm going to introduce my yeah. parents to her. And so it's just very, everything's so crucial. And so it starts off with a one-on-one date and, you know, Gabby, it's Gabby's group. And, you know, there are guys that are like, you know, I really need this one-on-one time. Um, it's very important before hometowns, just forced conversation. And then who gets the, the date card? Nate. Now, Nate is a very good-looking black man. Yeah. Uh, great personality, mm-hmm. but he's got a daughter. Baggage. And the daughter is an issue. I remember back when Gabby first started to like this guy, she's like, I don't know. I don't know if, if I'm ready to be a mother. There was some apprehension. Mm-hmm. And my theory at the time was she she could just – Go fantasy suites with this guy because yeah. she's obviously really into, into him. him. Yeah. Yeah. Go fantasy suites with this guy and, you know, get it on with the taste dude the, and yeah, then taste the wares and then let him go. But no, um, mm-hmm. Gabby has a conscience in this one. She picked him for the date to let him go. I yeah. mean, you know, he was excited. It, it was really kind of sad because he thought, Oh man, I'm getting another one-on-one date. There are yeah. other guys here that haven't gotten any time with her. I must really, I must be in. Like we must be going places. And to, the to whole time, yeah. she's she's going to let him loose. To, to use since you started using poker terms, and I'm pretty sure you made that up. Big stack, good guy, or whatever. Um, she slow played it because. Jesse came up and she's like, he's like, Hey, big day with Nate tomorrow. And she's like, yes. She's like, what we, what we have is very palpable, our connection. And she's like talking about how pumped up she is to go on a date with Nate. At least I think so. You know, I fast forward a lot, but that's what I got from it. And then she went on the date and she's like, she's got a tough cry face. Look, no one looks cute when they're crying. You know, I mean, some look better than others. She's, she's got a tough cry face and I don't, you know, I'm not like trying to, I don't want to belittle, but I got to, you know, it's people come to this for us to review the show and it just, it was tough and she was crying a lot and she was really sad. And also like, I think she's making the wrong decision. This is what, and Jason, you and I get this because we both, you know, we have children. We're unmarried guys with children. It's like he, he's not asking her to be the mom of his kid. Right. Like it's, it's, it's a weird thing where you can, you can have the dynamic however you want it. You know, it's yeah. Like, yes, he has a kid, but you know, he's not asking you to fucking change diapers and drive carpool. You know, it's like, you can, you can have a relationship with him and you can have a nice relationship with his kid without being a mom to his kid. Like I, I don't understand why we can't, it's like, they just couldn't talk about that. You know, I I thought that was weird. Yeah. And, and so, um, you know, so Nate gets a date from, from Gabby. Um, and you know, the reason why she's got such a bad cry face is because she has so much plastic surgery, the lips, the filler working, working against any kind of emotional. That's bad. It's bad. And, uh, yeah, so as you mentioned, you know, Jesse walks up to both of them uh, having coffee and mm-hmm. starts starts to grill them about their time here and and you know and 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 he's like, "Yeah, you know, Nate and you look like a great couple." And she's like, "Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah." <laughs> so we're not we, we have we have we have no idea what she's yeah. going to do. Yeah. Um and then back at uh back at Rachel's group now. Mm-hmm. Rachel's group uh, has Logan, who came over from Gabby's group. Uh, yeah. Logan survived. He advanced. He's got the vanilla ice chain. He's got a whole vanilla ice look kind of to him. Yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, they're bemoaning the fact that, you know, a couple of them haven't even been on one one on, on one date. And especially Ethan, which I, I think I've said on the, on, 
on this podcast. Ethan is uh, Asian for no chance. Yeah, yeah, no chance. He, he, had a, he had a nice deep run, and I feel like he'll do well on um, on what's the one where they go to the island, Bachelor Island, I, I, Bachelor in Paradise. Yep. Yeah, I, I think he will. And you're right. He had a like one of the longest runs for anybody who gets zero attention from the subject. Like there was just no. I didn't see anything between Rachel and him, but he, he yes. got to the week before hometown somehow. Yes. And like he didn't, you know, if he could have just held the cheese um, 0.01 seconds longer, <laughs> you know, he yeah. could have 0.0001 seconds longer. And look, yeah. not to spoil it, but I will say this. Ethan went home this week. I knew who he was. On the Gabby side, some guy named Spencer went home. Never ah. seen the guy before in my life. Literally yeah. the first moment I saw him on the show, he was getting kicked off the show. So I was so Ethan, you know, much more memorable than some others, despite the fact that, you know, everyone knew he wasn't going to win the the Bachelorette. Like when Gabby said goodbye to Spencer, like yeah. I would not have been surprised if she'd have been like, you know what? You know, we're going to hometowns this this next week, and I honestly don't know who you are. Yeah. I, I, I don't. I've seen you. I've seen you yeah. around. Yeah. I've seen you around, but I don't. I don't know you. <laughs> the, um, hold before we move on, though. When she when she got rid of Nate, which was a huge upset, by the way. And I feel like there's something behind the scenes. We this show doesn't traffic in spoilers, obviously. Where this, where despite our condescension to the whole franchise we're very earnest in our approach to the show we watch it as though it's real yes so nate you know we had nate winning the two the two the two front runners of the show nate and tino suddenly are the show is in peril but nate got kicked off and then the rest of the guys were like oh man he was a good guy he's what happened? We lost Nate. It's like <laughs> he didn't die in battle. Like you can yeah. send him a text. He's still on the yeah. ship. Yeah. Also, like, you want to win. You're trying to win a game show. Do you like when you when Drew Carey calls you into the showdown because you bid one dollar and everyone else bid too much and you went low. The guy that comes up isn't like, oh man, that sucks from for <laughs> Helen from Butte. Yeah. You know, she had such a cool t-shirt on, and if only she could have got you're a contestant on a game show. You want the other contestants on the game show to leave. That gives you you just went from a 20% chance to a 25% chance. And then once Spencer's gone, you got a 33% chance of winning the Bachelorette. In fact, I mean the most charismatic guy in your and attractive guy in your group was just sent home. Yes. The the natural reaction yes. is this is great for me. Yes. And they're like, oh man, what a good and one of the guys is like, oh man, that's scary. Yeah. Like what what's scary? She yeah. just sent home your biggest competition. Rem what what what's scary about that? Remember sometime around like nineteen ninety four, the Denver Nuggets were the eighth seed in the Western Conference. And they were able to defeat the Seattle Supersonics and Dikembe, Dikembe Matumbo. Who can forget? He's laying there on the court under the basket, and he's like, who wants to sex Matumbo? Do you think the other teams, the Utah Jazz, who, do you, who else do you think was good back then? Not the Lakers. The Utah Jazz, some other Rockets. teams. The, the Rockets. Rockets. There you go. From, yeah. yeah. Suns. Suns. Do you think all the rest of the teams were like, oh, man, that sucks for Sean Kemp. I was really hoping to have to play those guys and lose later. Like, what, <laughs> what are we talking about here? You're like, you should be happy that Nate left. He was going to win the show. Now he's not going to win the show. Also, I'll predict this and we can move on. Gabby picks no one. Gabby's not going to pick anybody. This is going to be one of those ones where it ends with no, it's no engagement, no nothing happens. Go on. Yeah. I mean, it's a, a pretty good prediction. So, um, and by the way, this, the subtext or subtitle for this, you know, I've already said 
the title of this episode is Gabby Cries. The subtitle is Tino Becomes a Vag. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's um, such a bitch. So it's He's never Tino been told. And, and, and you, see, right. you see in the previews, because they do a thing, they go, oh, hometowns are going to be crazy. And then that's where they go, hey, we need your dad to be a huge dick. Yeah. And you see when they go home that where he gets it from, that this guy's been coddled his whole life and we're learning that. Yeah. Like Tino in this episode yeah. falls for what? Such a producer, all the traps that the producers try to set, he and he falls for it. And like watching it back, whether he went one or not, watching it back, he's gonna feel really shitty for falling for all of the all the things that they try to to drum up the emotion with. He 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 becomes so such a wuss in this episode. But anyways, um, and by the way, when Jesse was uh, sitting with Gabby and Rachel at the beginning of the episode. He's like, hey, you and Tino, you fit it off. Yeah. You know, yeah, uh, I know. Oh, no. And then, and, no, and <laughs> then he's really like, set it up. Yeah. Yeah. And then and he also said, uh, and Zach, and Zach, too, you guys hit it off. And, and, uh, and he says, do you see yourself uh, long term with Zach? And Rachel says, um, I definitely think I could. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, and this is what Jesse's response was. To that very non-committal nothing sentence, she says, "I definitely think I could." And Jesse says, "Really? That's a great sign." <laughs> what? What's a what's what's a great sign? A non-committal, a uh, non-answer to something. And, and by the way, yeah, uh, I, I have to give my girlfriend Christina credit for this one. Mm-hmm. They yeah. a couple times in this episode, you know, men uh, admit to falling in love with with the subjects and. Admitting to falling in love is such a what do you call it? Like a, a it's a it's a moving scale of emotion. Yeah. Like it's not in love. Yeah. So and when you're falling, falling in for. love, are yeah. you at the top of the fall? Are you at yeah. the bottom of the, like you haven't fallen? You no. are falling. Yes. Yeah. And they no. make it out to be such a huge deal that they say yes. it. Yeah. No, this is a trick. This is a, this is a bachelor trick. This they started yeah. this I don't know four or five years ago where they go because. It used to be you could never tell somebody you loved them. Then that guy, Ben, who was a fucking zero, he's a software salesman from Indiana. He had literally so little personality as to be invisible. And women loved him. And then he did the cardinal sin where he told two girls he loved them, Jojo and the other one, Lauren Bushnell. I'm pretty sure. And then... They're like, oh, what a piece of shit. He said he loved two girls. And then somebody else, he no, he might have told it to three girls anyway. So then they then they switched it up where they're like, don't say love, say falling for. I'm falling for. I or or even worse, I could be falling for. What? That means nothing. That's that's sophistry. That is not language. It's, that you're literally I'm now more confused. Yeah, and it happens a couple times in this episode, and it happens every season. Like they think that that's a major commitment statement that they're falling in love. Um, So, um, I mean, we've been bouncing all over the place, but I want to button up the the Nate Gabby thing. So Nate uh, gets let down by Gabby in in the middle of some walkway in Amsterdam, and she's crying, and it sounds weird and looks weird. Nate takes it in stride. He says all the right things about her. Um, and, you know, Nate, the whole fatherhood thing usually works uh, to your benefit. Like he has he's been playing up the fatherhood thing, how much he loves the daughter. And because he thinks that that's a something that all women embrace, that yep. he's a father. But now that he realizes and she says, I'm not ready to be a mom I can't commit to you unless I'm 100% ready to be a mom right now. I have to I have to work on myself before I could do that. It would have been such an amazing like turnaround and plot if you would have been, you know what? I can get rid of my daughter. Like <laughs> I know. <laughs> I can I, I I can go back to court and we can rearrange the custody yes. and I I don't have to see her. He he could be um, like, "Look, look, Right now it's every other weekend, but if if I win, you know, I'll probably be moving to LA. 
we could we could be a once every six month thing. Well, that's what I thought when they're like, we got to talk to you later in the episode. Spoiler alert. They're like, we got to talk to you about one of your guys. And I'm like, oh, Nate has has um, given up his parental rights to come <laughs> back on the show. He's like, hey, I got the form. Look, it's signed by a judge. We're good. <laughs> right. It's like I could, you know, we could change the custody. I mean, it would be it would be a raise in child support, but you and I are going to be Instagram <laughs> that's, couples. That's right. We're going to be we're going to be raking in the money from uh, from, you know, Avon or whatever, whatever is going yeah. to to purchase on our Instagram. Yes, totally. Um, so um, so Nate, to button it up, leaves crying in an SUV. And I'm thinking, where's he going in the SUV other than right back to the cruise ship, to the other side of the cruise ship? Yeah. He's not going anywhere. I know. Um, of course, he's still there. Yeah. That's not like he's going home when everybody goes home. Yes. Like the ticket's yeah. already purchased. Mm-hmm. So um, that does it with Gabby and Nate. And Gabby's distraught, walking around the city. She just can't, you know, she, she can't quite uh reconcile this thing with her own emotions and fatherhood and all this stuff so then uh go to zach and rachel for their one-on-one date yep by the by the way zach gets the date card and tino starts starts his uh tino it's a vag episode with i can't believe i didn't get that one-on-one date yeah card. i know he's such a bitch he, he says i think um He's like considering the stakes right now. Next week's hometowns, and Zach is getting a second one on one. Zach's already won the week. Yes, he already won the week. He actually said that out loud. Yeah. Um, so these two <laughs> go to a uh, they bicycle to a tulip field yes. where there's a ton of colors and tulips, and they take Polaroids yeah. of each other. Uh-huh. Zach says all the right things. Yep. Zach is from Anaheim Hills over here. Oh, kind yeah. of a weird, kind of a weirdo. Kind of, he, he strikes me as really square. Yeah, totally. He's in his own head about things. We learn he's probably has severe depression. Yeah, we learned some things, but like um, she's she's not that into him. By the way, he's he well, in that date he won the Bachelorette runner up. He won. He won the fantasy suite. Yeah, yeah. and like. Zach seems like a really good guy, and she even admits, um, "I'd be proud to meet the person who ra- the people that raised Zach. He's such an upstanding guy." Yeah, and this goes back to what I've said about Rachel. I think maybe even since last season, she doesn't want an upstanding guy. Uh-uh. She wa- she wants a little bit of dirty. Like yep. she she wants a, a bad Beckner boy. Type. Yep. Yeah, she exactly. she wants a guy that's going to pull her hair mm-hmm. from behind yep. and smack her ass a little bit. That's right. And I, I I see Zach like asking permission to do missionary. Yeah, you know, that, totally. That, that's not what she wants. At one point, at one point, and this is very telling. He goes, he goes. Engagement seems like a very, very real possibility. <laughs> yep. Another it, another yes. uh, non sentence. <laughs> yes, yeah. and. But she says nothing. She hasn't. She hasn't used the e word. She hasn't used the l word. Like, no. seems like she likes no. him. Now, I would like like um, Zach dropped eighty five pounds. Yeah, let's talk about this. So over yeah. over uneaten food. Yeah. Right, in a museum cathedral, um, you know he he says that what just a few years ago he was quote unquote severely overweight. Yeah. And that he was 85 pounds heavier yep. and did not love himself. And he had to take care of all that and love himself before yep. he could give himself to anybody else. What yep. was your read on that? Depression, severe depression. I'm glad, I'm glad he's better. But then she's like, what, um, what did you, what do you credit with getting better? And he's like therapy. And she, um, she's, he's immediately washed away in a in a tidal wave of of f- female juices because she's so excited that he's <laughs> willing to do some work on himself. It's almost like the time that he admitted to her that he went on weekends to look at planes at airports, and yeah. then she was sop- <laughs> yeah she was she was sopping wet in in that moment too. But like uh, I don't know about you, but when she asked him, "What did you do to get there?" I thought she was literally asking, how did you lose 85 pounds? I thought yeah. most of the audience, and I, 
I was, I was thinking to know like, that too. Yeah. I was thinking like Atkins, was he yeah. eating just the tops of pizzas and <laughs> yeah. what was he, you know, was he like, I would, I actually, I'll tell you what I did. I would go instead of going to lunch and, and eating a big sandwich, I would go with my friends, Jason Stewart and Travis Rogers to Shakey's pizza in the Sherman Oaks Galleria. And I would, <laughs> they had a buffet and I would skip the mojo potatoes and just have the cheese and the pepperoni off the top of pizzas. <laughs> like I, I honestly, when she said that, like, I think he, I think she was asking him that actually. And I, I was seeing him like, oh, you know, keto and uh, a lot of, yeah. a lot of working out and like yeah. watching, watching what I eat. And, and anyways, but he said, yeah, he said therapy and he starts smiling. Yeah. And then she starts smiling and gets really into it. And like, she said this after Clayton, I looked forward to going to therapy every week yeah. and I'm like, I'm yeah. thinking like therapy is like therapy is like I understand that it it's a a functional thing in people's yeah. lives. I understand yeah. that it that it helps people's lives. Yep. I didn't know it was an enjoyable. I didn't know it was like a trip to Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, yeah. I look forward to therapy. Yeah. Yeah. What, what you, have, have you ever done therapy, Jason? Sure. Uh, is yeah. it, it's it's one of those things where you're like, oh fuck, I got therapy today. <laughs> the fuck am i gonna talk about I it's gotta, there, i gotta come up with some shit to talk about like you know <laughs> like it's I, you have more anxiety thinking about therapy than you have anxiety that you're for and that's the reason you you're in therapy right bet mgm has an unreal deal for sports fans in maryland turn five dollars into 150 dollars instantly when you place your first wager at bet mgm simply download the bet mgm app and sign up using code old line 150 then Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. From issuance, please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. But she loves it. I love uh, no. therapy. Yes. Like, no, like she's, it's, it's just so strange. It's she, like I... She Niagara Falls him with her juices. She's yeah. so excited that he goes to therapy. Yeah. So um, so he gets the rose, of course. So he's the first person yeah. to go to hometown. She's not attracted to him at all. Uh, and he's he's going to be the runner up. That's my prediction. Let me say something before you button that up. Something that happened at the at the end. I usually don't let it play till the previews and the bloopers and the outtakes. But she's like, hey, um, she's like, do you know how to ride a bike? Did you see this part? Yeah. Because, you know, they ride bikes in the tulip fields. She's like, do you know how to ride a bike? And he's like, <laughs> he's like, it's been a really long time. And I'm like, <laughs> it's, this is, it's, it's the one thing that you never forget how to do. Like, yeah. it's, it's the example you use of a thing that's impossible to forget. It's, it, it's it like is- riding a bike. Yeah, it's like getting. It's like riding a bike. If they only had a cliche, it's like a. It's like the other day when I put cream in my coffee, yeah. but I didn't. I didn't have a a spoon to stir it or anything. Yeah, and I'm thinking, I wonder what happens to the cream if it's unmanipulated. Nothing. If there was only if there was only a cliche that I could that I could draw from that tells me what happens to the cream yes. when when it's not manipulated. Does <laughs> it? No, that's if you're that's if you're making cream though that's like that's if cream is in with just regular milk because, whatever because if you because, because if you put cream in coffee it diffuses into the whole coffee eventually if you if you're making cream it's heavier than the, it's heavier than the milk 
So it sits on top. So it rises to the top. Yeah, whatever. You know, I'm not going to let facts get away, get in the way of that one. Go on. So, uh, so, so after he accept, after he accepts the rose to hometowns, um, yeah, they're they're walking outside and they just happen to run into a string quartet. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought so, this was going to be like, oh my god, is it? Is it Brett Wilson and Anna Stevens? Yeah. It usually it usually is a Caucasian band yes. that plays Quasi country. Some, something between country and not country. And they have to overstate who the, the artist is because nobody knows who it is. Well, this was actually the string quartet. That was actually romantic. Like this wasn't just some um some band that they had to they had a, a relationship with and had to promote. And it was actually, uh, I will give the show credit. It, it was a romantic moment. Um, I so couldn't have fast forwarded faster. And look, okay. look, this that's saying something because Rachel's got a lot of ass. I could, that's a good I, point. I couldn't have gotten through the the one. I'm in a rush. I watched this show like right before in pieces, but then I got to like finish the last 45 minutes right before we do this. So I ran right through that. But also, it looked really boring. Well, if you forward past that, you better have stopped at this next scene because Gabby has to go back to her group to explain what happened to Nate. And she's wearing uh, her her mom jeans. Yes, yes, Jason. And then she's she's wearing this tight top with no bra. Yes. Zero bra. Her, she, so Gabby's nipples were on display. No, no shame in that. She has- She has puffy nipples. They were very clear to see. It was obvious. You know exactly what kind of nipples Gabby has now because she was showing them to the camera. And it's like, maybe could somebody have said, hey, somebody like in the in the booth, Jason, you've worked in TV. There's a director there. There's people that are monitoring everything that the camera sees. Does somebody want to say, hey, we can see her nipples at some point? No. And I bet the code word is, uh, um, hey, guys, uh, Mike and Ikes. We're, we're, yes. seeing Mi- we're seeing Mike and Ikes. Could, could, we have her, could we have her walk down the hallway again? Guys, um, we got some pencil erasers happening yeah. here. So Gabby um, approaches the group and all the dudes give her hugs, of course. She cries. Could, she tells, yeah. she gives them the sob story about not wanting to be a mom yes, at this point. Yes. And my thing is this, and this, this is this is what Christina said too. It's like you you don't want to be a mom right now, yeah. But you've never told the group of guys that you're potentially going to yeah. marry, yeah. That you don't want to. Isn't that a big piece of information yes. that you've been holding on to until yes. the week before hometown? Yeah, it's, it seems yeah. like something you discuss. But look, do you J- think Jason? She hasn't spent more than forty five minutes with any of these guys individually. So what difference does Very it make? True. They don't know anything about each other. What I like, what what I think is fun, is when a girl that you like comes over to where you are and then spends 20 minutes crying about a guy they clearly liked better than you. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's no, gotta be a great right. feeling for the rest of these guys. She's not going to pick one of these guys. She doesn't like the rest of them. So she tells all the dudes uh, a week before hometowns that she doesn't want to be a mom. And none of them, not even off camera was like, um, maybe I, I'm second guessing this. They were all like, nah, we're still going to be Instagram stars. Well, let's, hold let's on. Forward. Hold on. She says she, that's or that's a little bit of a mischaracterization. She says she's not ready to be a mom. She might right now. Right now. Yeah. 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 Um, now, um, after she tells the group, they all hug her, what have you. Now, the next day is the group date. So they're uh, outside running up to her like they typically do on this show. And... This is what they this is what Gabby said without any self-awareness at all, okay? They're all running up to her the next day on the streets of Amsterdam and she says, "Give mom a hug." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> after 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 just uh going through a major complex about not wanting yeah. to be a mom yeah. just yet. 
give mom a hug. Yeah. And no, yeah. So they all hug her. She, um, she does say something weird too. She goes, she goes, my plan for today is to get more comfortable emotionally <laughs> and physically. And I'm like, Oh, this is a five man gangbang. Like what's physically <laughs> like, what are you talking about? One thing that's been very consistent with Gabby since last season, when she uh, gleefully told her grandfather about her oral sex joke uh, on opening night, <laughs> she she loves she loves sex. Is like, she is she sex her. positive? Because we haven't heard that. Because la- the last Bachelorette was sex positive. We never got a definition of that. And now we're not hearing. I mean, we true. definitely have a Bachelorette that loves to have sex. She loves to have sex so much. She's like, hey, grandpa, did I ever tell you about the one time I was sucking dick? And it's like, you're, it's like, so she, is she not sex positive? Cause she seems sex positive too. Very sex positive. Um, she tells us on camera, um, that she wants, she wants, you know, sex is a big part of relationships and she wants to know how these guys do in those situations. So they bring her in, they bring the guys into like a warehouse with the dominatrix and the dominatrix says, Hey, we're going to push boundaries and each of you should give me a safe word. So I know when to stop, you know, and they all have their cute safe words and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, the first person that she asks a question to is Jason, um, who is uh, one of the front runners for Gabby. The question that she asks him is, do you like giving oral sex? Yeah. that's And he decided to just not answer it. She's Well, they're bleeping. They're bleeping everything out, which is weird. So it's like, I assume that. But I think that's the right thing to do. Do you like, well, isn't the right answer? Well, it's like, well, I'm open to anything with the right person. I, you know? I don't know. I don't know what prevents him from saying, I love it. Um because we know that's the answer that's going to win the day. I don't know no. if he's considering that his family's watching but or she, what. But this this Gabby doesn't want to picture him chowing every box in Anaheim Hills. You know, like <laughs> that's true. You know, that's like, true. I have a lot of experience. Yeah, like it's like you don't you know you want to like play it close to the vest. I think that's, here that's a good point. Yeah. Um, now Eric uh, is asked if he how often he jerks off. Yes. And, and Eric, he doesn't answer that one. Eric, who is an even more boring Nick Vile, he looks exactly like him. Yeah. Yeah. That's a tough question to ask a guy in front of a group of guys, yes. yeah. in front of a woman he wants to potentially marry, and in front of millions of listeners. How often do you jerk off? Yes. Yeah. yeah no, that's a that's little weird. Tough. Yeah. Um, she asked Johnny if he's slept with 10 or more women. Yeah. Or 20 or 100. Yeah. And Johnny pl- plays with it. He was like, he, he wasn't, he didn't care. He well, was basically like, I've crushed so much ass, I can't even count. Like a lot of five, three guys, you know, <laughs> he's, he's like puffing up his chest a little bit. So he's like, no. you know, he's got to be like, you know who you're talking to? This is Johnny over here. I have tiny words tattooed on my arm, you know, like. <laughs> Yeah. So then they then they ask the dudes to do something uncomfortable. Uh yeah. take off take off your clothes and down to your skibbies, skivvies, whatever, and blindfold yourself and lay down. And she can she proceeds to put like whipped cream on nipples, yeah. which as we've already discussed. No food on the body, yeah, no whipped cream and yeah. <clears throat> all Look, that shit. Yeah. Also, she asked them all their safe word. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of weird. A couple guys have funny ones. Asbestos. I feel like those were fed to them by producers. I think yeah, Logan. Lo- Logan. Yeah, Logan. Logan had a bit. I think that's Logan's last line on camera. Yeah, yeah. We're never going to see him again. Asbestos was his. But then they're like, um, they're, they're blindfolded. And then she's like whacking them with a cattle or a uh, uh, riding crop. When they which they can't see coming and they can't brace themselves for, and she's dripping hot candle wax on oh, them. Yeah. Now look, I'm I'm a pretty open and adventurous person, but what like what is sexual about that? I have no idea. I know yeah. Madonna did it to Willem Dafoe in a movie in the nineties. That's, that's right. Oh yeah, yeah. Body of evidence. Um, I don't know. I don't get that yeah. at all. Never yeah. got the dominatrix saying, uh, no. "Bring out the gimp." I'm not into yeah. any of that stuff. <laughs> So, uh, 
So um, Jesse um, approaches Gabby's dudes um, who are sitting there for the cocktail hour after the dominatrix. Um, yeah. Well, I guess he approached Gabby first and he's like, hey, just want to let you know, uh, Logan's got COVID. No, this is oh. after. This is. Oh, it's before she went yeah, to so it's before. It's before the cocktail. Yeah, hour. before so, the cocktail. Party, so, yeah. so he he says to Gabby, uh, "Logan's out. He's got COVID. He's done." Like in other words, we're never going to see Logan again because he tested positive for COVID. And I'm thinking, if he has COVID, doesn't everybody else? I, I was like, thinking that too. This is the very too. nature of yeah. of, cr- yeah. of cruise ships yeah. and COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody yeah. gets infected. Yeah. How is yeah. just one guy? Yeah. Not and he's been kissing Gabby. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty big difference because look, this is a weird one. Yeah, look, nobody cares if he has COVID. Like it's, but they have to pretend like they care, but not so much as to stop a million dollar, multi million dollar primetime production of a network television show. Like it's not, it's not that important. They're gonna, they're gonna keep rolling. Also, he's like sat, sat down. He's like, look, we have to talk about one of your guys. And I'm like, oh, fuck, somebody got arrested because they're in or I yeah, thought Nate was coming back, you know, but but they're in Amsterdam and, you know, shit can go haywire there. And she, he's like, Logan tested positive for and I swear to God, Jason, I was like HPV <laughs> or HIV. I this is how divorced I am from the whole thing. I was legitimately shocked when he said COVID-19, which should have been the most obvious answer. Yeah. 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 And, and, uh, and you'll always hear this yeah. I remember when Biden got it, the uh, mainstream media types were like, just a reminder of we're not out of this yet. Like, <laughs> yes, no, we are. It's, it's right. not a fucking reminder of anything. Yes, yes, if if yes. Joe Biden at 82 yeah. has COVID and he didn't die. Yeah, we're fine. You should be saying that. Yeah. Yeah. This this 82 year old fuck is, is not dead. Yeah. Let's celebrate. Yes. It's not a, it's, it's not a it's not Let's a stark on. it's not a stark reminder yes. that we're still in the pandemic. And then an asshole. And, and then and then Jesse Palmer leaves and he goes get some sleep. Well, <laughs> hey, her grandma didn't die. Like right. she didn't she didn't just come back from war. <laughs> Like she could have a glass of wine and watch a little TV or whatever. Like, and then he goes and tells the guys. Well, he tells the guys, but remember, he told Gabby the guy has COVID nineteen. He he was told obviously to not tell the guys what the guy has. In other words, uh, he he just tells the guys that Logan had to leave yeah. with with a personal matter, and it leaves the guys. Oh, he does? Yes, they're like they're like, is he okay? Oh, and, I, didn't, and, and, I didn't catch yeah. that. Yeah, and Jesse's like, yeah, he's fine. He's fine. He never mentions COVID with the guys. So somewhere between Gabby and the dudes, he was told, maybe we shouldn't give this guy's um, you know, diagnosis out on national TV. I don't, I don't know why he didn't tell all the guys. It was already out of the bag. He's like, look, guys, the guy that's been on the top bunk in this, in this <laughs> eight by eight stateroom that we've all been you guys have been sharing and that snores from the top bunk and it and it has been expelling droplets in a, an enclosed area with you guys for a week yeah he's got COVID 19 but what he does do is he does the same thing when he leaves to the guys he goes all right guys get some sleep they're not they're not storming the fucking yeah. beaches of omaha the next day like they're they're, they're partying on a cruise ship there's nothing to mourn here. In fact, they're really glad that yet another guy, some rando that joined yes. late, is off the show. And yeah, it wasn't like yeah, the guy that uh, that uh, Gabby poured whipped cream on his nipples and sucked his nipples and then went to you and then sucked your nipples. <laughs> the uh, that that guy's uh, that guy's off the show. You know, you know how she had her tongue down that one guy's throat yeah. right before she had her tongue down your throat. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, that's the nature of all these dates. They're making out with multiple people. One guy has COVID, and not one person was like, uh, I hope I don't have it. Yeah, they don't like, give a not, shit. Yeah. yeah, they don't give yeah, a shit. Yeah. So, um, so anyways, that's the thing. And Gabby explains to Jesse what, what you've been saying. She's right. like, 
I don't know who to take to hometowns yeah. because she doesn't know these guys. She she has no idea who these guys are. So she's like, I need to think about this. Yeah. So she can, she cancels that cocktail hour. Or well, they no, no, they, they don't cancel. Yeah, because there's because yeah, he's cancel. got COVID nineteen. Yeah, yeah, they cancel the the cocktail hour. So that kind of leaves everyone to guessing. Logan's off the show. Um, the, now, are we uh, sure Logan's off the show? Yeah, I I oh. thought. I was given the impression that Logan's done. Okay. He's out. This is, this is like when uh, sometimes somebody's grandma dies and they have to leave the show. But but then also sometimes somebody's grandma dies and then they're like, oh, um, Lindsay will be back in three days. <laughs> like there's not really any hard and fast rules to this. So I, I don't know. Like, is, does he, is it a 10 day quarantine? Look, I don't know the rules to that either. So maybe, yeah, yeah. I assume you're right. I just hadn't really thought about it. So, um, yeah, the quarantining, the, the outdated protocols, I'm sure he's off the show. But yeah. anyways, um, so they go to the group date real fast with Rachel, uh, a bunch of shit going on, but they, they're, they're, they're in a town called Edom, 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 yeah. whatever. Yeah. And they, they want to find the strongest person in, in Edom. Again, yes. But it's the strongest person among four contestants on the bachelor yeah yeah they're not putting every they're not putting every person in edom in this contest it's the four bachelor well hold on hold on because there was a random couple in fitness gear that was also doing the cheese squat (laughs) with the group it looked it looked like um it looked like a saturday and i was cracking my instagram and there was jason stewart and his girlfriend christina coming back from a hike and they're like, Hey, do you guys want to, uh, you, you know, while you're, after you finish your hike, how about you guys, how about you guys squat this cheese real uh-huh. quick? Why were those people there? Why were they in the shot? Good point. Yeah. Good point. But they, they wanted to determine who the cheese King of Edom was. Yeah. And it was to put these, uh, what would you call it? Wooden uh, yeah. balance things on their yeah. shoulders. And then they weighted them down with cheese because yeah. Edom is the cheese capital of the world. Yeah. Um, and of the four guys, Tino outlasts everybody. He wins the oh, king by, by of cheese. Zero to one seconds. This was like a survivor thing where they make a deal where I won't write down. If you put your thing down, I won't write down your name. It's like, exactly. Exactly. Because yeah. Ethan, Ethan set his cheese down and it was like a photo finish. Like this is. Yeah. I need I need Rowdy Gaines to go to the fucking Swiss right. timer here because Tino's could have technically been set down first. And then because Ethan collapses into a heap of nothing, Tino's like, Tino's like, yeah, I won. And then he's like, makes out with Rachel. And then um, Ethan goes and dies in the grass. It was a weird turn of events. It wasn't well explained. It was a it was a wooden uh, balance thing. So it's like yeah. these guys were like Jesus getting off the cross. Like they had like yeah. they had cuts on their yeah. shoulders and their, uh, they were literally like bleeding. Yes. Um it was a taxing um uh exercise, well, but Tino Tino won. Yeah, he won. Barely um, though. Barely. So they go to the cocktail hour and Tino was kind of butthurt that him winning didn't mean that he was gonna spend the rest of the night with her. He yeah. had to do the cocktail hour with the four of them. Yeah. Tino's a bitch. Oh, big time. Yeah. So um so Rachel takes a strange line of questioning into this cocktail hour. So she sits down with Avon first, uh very attractive black dude. Handsome. And he's very much in the mix. I could see this guy making it to final maybe final three because Good. yeah. Her dad's not gonna uh, let a, a man of his color well, advance much further. We don't know that. We don't know. I mean that if, I mean, he if, was he was in the mob, and if yeah. season three of The Sopranos is any indicator, then ah. y- you're right. Yes, yeah. So um, Rachel sits down with Avon and asks the question: um, Have you ever brought anyone home to your parents? It's and I'm insane. thinking, insane. this guy's like this guy's like 28. He's not 14. Like, yeah. Yeah. Of course he's brought people home to his yeah. parents, you dumb. Yeah. Like yeah. But what a weird question. It yeah. should be it should be it's funny. She asked that of Avon yeah. and then she asks it of Tyler 
the same exact question. Have you ever brought anyone, their parents in a month? I'm thinking, that's weird. Then she gets down with um, another guy. I forget who it was. And she's like, so what was it like when you brought women back to your parents? Oh, Zach. It, it kind of reminds me of uh, when Chick Hearn used to do Boeing for dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yes. In the 70s. Very timely reference, Jason. Yeah. Yeah. He would have like a... He would have white contestants and he'd be like, so what do you do for a living? And then he would have like minority yeah. brown brown uh, contestants and he'd be like, do you have a job? <laughs> yeah. Is, is that true? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's definitely true. Wow. So, uh, so... <laughs> She asked two. She asked two of them, "Have you ever brought anyone back to their parents?" And then the third one, "What were what have been your parents' reaction when you brought people home?" Like it was just a weird line yeah. of questioning yeah. from her. I know. Um, Ethan says something that is uh, necessary in every show. He says, "Family is the most important thing to me." Oh yeah, um, they get. They get. Yeah. I was going to ask you, Jason, because I this wasn't clear to me as they were talking about hometowns. Is family important to you? Because <laughs> so, they rarely mention it. Yeah. yeah. So Ethan says that they haven't gone on one single date. The, yeah. These two, Ethan and, and this and Rachel. So Tino's the one that she asks, you know, how has your family reacted when you brought women home in the past? And then he uh, says all the right things in that moment. And he starts making out with her. And he thinks he really rocked this exchange. Like he, this is what kind of sets him off for the rest of the episode. He thinks he really did a great job in this exchange. Well, she goes back to the couch, and who does she give the uh, the rose to? Um, Tyler. Tyler, yeah, the pretty boy who sells Papa shots. Yeah, uh, yeah. she she gives him the rose. He's like five foot one. He's little. He's little. Yeah. He sells Papa shots, and he really wants. He's really. He's a love addict. He's chasing the feeling of love that he had once. It, and by the way, he's got a good rap. Like he, whatever he's selling, it looks like she's buying. And um, and so Tino, that sets him off. Like you could, as you said earlier in the show, this guy hasn't been told no by nope. women much in nope. his life. No, yeah. he's there's he's got two things working against him. He is a total fucking self entitled piece of shit baby, and some producer. Yes. Has had been feeding him red wine all night. He is fucking hammered. And look, that's when the honesty comes out. Liqu liquid truth is happening there. And he's like, what the fuck? I should be winning the show. Why would she ever give anyone else a rose? This is bullshit. Again, I might leave. Again, he falls into the very pitfall that the producers want him to yeah, fall it's into. It's a great show. Yeah, and he yeah. and it's it's hook, sink, and ladder. If that's the, the, yeah. oh, whatever. Hook, line, um, and sinker. Hook, hook sink, and ladder. Sinker, whatever. Yeah. Hooks, shoots, and ladders. Yes. Um, so Tino falls for it, and he really hits every branch of the fucking stupid tree he on the does. way down. He does. Overreacts. He, yep. he basically walks away after she gives him, after she gives the guy the rose. Yep. He's, he's bitching and complaining. And there's always there's always one or two people on each season. Yeah. At, yes. That at some point think that that it's just them and the yep. subject yep. and there aren't six other dudes on this it's, fucking journey. It's the genius of the show that these people, the only people that don't know that the, their contestants on yes. a game show are the contestants. And it's it's the beauty of the show. It's the only thing I like about it. <laughs> um, so. Tino being a bitch is is the theme of the next like you know five to ten minutes. So they yeah. they go to uh, the rose ceremony. Yeah. Um. And so Gabby is down to four dudes, and there's only three roses on yeah. the table. Yeah. They're, she's down to four dudes, and yeah. she hasn't had a chance to really uh, spend time with these people. So there's three roses for four guys. Yeah. And uh, Rachel's already given a rose to Tyler and Zach. So there's two roses left yep. and three dudes. Yep. So basically one guy in each camp is getting kicked out. Yep. Uh, 
Eric gets Gabby's first row, so he's yeah. going to hometown. He's, he's Nick Vile light. Jason, uh, the soft-spoken guy, gets the second row, so it's down mm-hmm. to Spencer and Johnny, and she chooses the one that we kind of know Johnny. over the guy that we yeah. barely know and yep. she barely knows. Yep. So Spencer gets a rose or gets the gets out, ousted. Johnny gets a rose. So if you're doing the math, um, Gabby's only taking three dudes to hometowns yeah. or only going to three hometowns, and that's Jason, Eric, and Johnny. Oh, that's right, because there's usually four. Yes. So Logan yeah. bounced. How do we lose one on Rachel's side? Was this back? Do we get? Did our numbers get off when they? Yeah, um, yeah. The numbers have been the yeah. numbers have been off because remember that stupid rule yeah. where if you denied a rose, get, then you can't give that rose like, away. Yeah. Yeah. So the the numbers have been off, and they've gotten rid of people and people have yeah. whatever. But yeah, the numbers were weird. So it's Rachel's turn. Uh, Avon gets the first rose, so he that's Handsome. the third hometown. Yep. So she makes Tino sweat, which yeah, good. You know for you know for a fact that the producers told her yep. to make sure Tino is down to the last two mm-hmm. because we, we still think Tino's the front runner, but since he was being such a bitch, the, yeah, produce, the producers the producers lean into that yep. and they're like, we make him sweat it out a little bit, and you know it's between Tino and Ethan. Yep. And we knew Ethan wasn't going a- anywhere. So she chooses Tino, but of course that gives him a complex because now he got a, a final rose. Yep. Um, so if you're doing the math, four hometowns for Rachel, that yep. is Tyler. That's Tino. Yep. That's Avon and Zach. Yep. So hometowns are set for next week. Or hometowns. Do you think do you think um Tino will take Rachel to the shack in Playa del Rey. That's that, that's that burger place where they put a big kielbasa on your burger. Every time there's, it's a burger with a sausage on it. Oh, wow. Never been there. You never been there. Nope. Oh, the shack in Playa del Rey. That's the, I bet you they go there. It's the only I was thinking place. there. Well, I mean, again, you'll always say Playa del Rey. The guy is from Santa Clarita. So we're I, interested I know, to see if he goes to the parents, you, if they go to the parents' place in Santa Clarita. You're the only one that says Santa Clarita. And I think you say that because you live in Santa Clarita, because every time they flash his name <laughs> on the screen, yes. it says Tino Playa because del Rey. It, because he lives there. Right. I'm, again, I my my. My Chiron, my my graphic right now would yes. say Santa Clarita, but I I'm from Brea, yeah. so our hometowns no would from, probably be Brea. No one is from Brea. That's impossible. <laughs> You're the only person to be from Brea. To quote uh, to quote Jay Moore, it's one of my favorite lines by him and his act. Yeah, uh, Brea, the gateway to Pomona. Yeah, he would. And then when he would play the Irvine Improv, he would be like Irvine. The gateway to Brea, where the other improv was, except that people in Irvine have never heard of Brea. No, and and actually, he used to say the gateway to Mission Viejo. Oh, he did. I had never heard that one again, <laughs> but also a place no one else has heard of. Right. right. Uh, okay. Fantastic job, Jason. We should meet up at the shack sometime in Playa del Rey. Get a picture. Yeah. Get Love a picture in a, in a shack burger. I used to work across the street. That's how I know it's there. I'll see you there. Okay. For Jason Stewart, four hooks, sink, and ladder. Four <laughs> family being important to you. For cheese squats. My name is Brian Beckner. This has been the Bachelor Lifestyle from the Lifestyle.com. We'll see you next week. How embarrassing, the most traumatic ever. And that's what we like. Play your cards right, you might end up on paradise. Here's the key to the fantasy suite. Balls deep so you can sleep with your third or fourth girl of the week. We're making a connection, we're falling in love. We're chilling in the mansion outside the hot tub. we starting in LA and then we travel the world. We toasting champagne, we got 32 girls. Who gets a hometown and who's the most hated? Who had the best date and who's getting eliminated? We always speculating like you wouldn't believe. But I cheated, logged on to reality, Steve. So it's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle we living in. It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle. Lifestyle we live in it. It's the ball of lifestyle we live in it. It's the bachelor lifestyle we live in it. It's the ball of lifestyle. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 